It's been three weeks since the founding roasters have roasted for the roasties. When we last saw you, Arsenal were still in the top four. Lacazette was still an Arsenal player. Mike was still on his diet. Mike's wife was still 49, and Danny's mom was still a hot piece of ass. Spoiler alert, she still is. Back together tonight at last, it's the Sunday Roast. Welcome to the the Sunday Roast with Mike and Danny. This is Danny, and this is Mike, and we're kind of strange. We're in the tub, and we drink a lot. At least one of us does. This is not Mike's body, but that is Danny's, and that's really gross. Thanks for watching the Sunday Roast. We love our fans. And here's Danny's mom. His name's Michael. Is it? Yeah. Oh, there you go. <laughs> and he's a Jew. You can tell he's a Jew. Look Ask at him. Ask him who's his daddy. Magical moment. I can almost taste Danny. <laughs> it's so close, I can almost taste him. <laughs> And now, the moment you've been waiting for, it's the Sunday Roast with your hosts, Magic Mike and Danny the GFP. Danny, just like old times, the two of us back together again. How you been? Well, one of us has been around the world, over and over, here and there, meeting and greeting, and one of us hasn't left the house in three weeks so i'll let you figure out which one's which you know the the life of you know of of a sunday roaster um roasties the the well the roasties have a pretty good life and i've met a number of the roasties in the past few weeks actually uh not the least of which arnie from uh from iceland uh and we'll get into that but um but yes, it's been a. I've been off gallivanting. Uh, Arsenal season has ended since the last time we were together. I've been to London and back. Uh, got a lot of videos and, and pictures to share with you of my uh, whirlwind last few weeks. But thank you for keeping the show going with uh, with the lovely Soph and the very lovely John Welsh. Uh, well, he, has a, he has a certain je ne sais quoi, as the Germans say. He does. Um, I mean, you, at least one of the two have, uh, you know, are very hirsute with the beards and uh, and, and kept the tradition going. Yes. Um, and the other one is actually entertaining. <laughs> That's sadly true. Uh, but thank you for uh, yeah for keeping it going. We, uh, we we we've been like ships passing in the night, but I, I'm very excited that we're back together again. I don't know. It's it's unreasonably excited for me to be podcasting with another bald bearded youngster like yourself but uh Atario. but so let's start before you know before we make this about me uh let's make it about you are you feeling uh, all right no feeling all right no. <laughs> should, I, should i never ask that question again uh no i'm permanently fucked this is various degrees of fucktness but why is he going about the bulgarian this bulgaria result that our oh, international stuff um, have you been, have you been watching? Was. Have you been watching the uh, the Nations League? Have I bollocks? <laughs> I couldn't give less of a fuck. Yeah, I'm I'm <laughs> still in that kind of 
this is supposed to be my time off time frame where, you know, not time off from anything other than just thinking too much about football. Like I, I completely miss the fact that England were playing and I would normally be all over that. And I'm glad that I wasn't because it does not look like it's coming home anymore, unfortunately. But, uh, but yeah, the, um, I think we, I think the U S so, so now it's the U S England, Wales, and Iran. How is that even allowable? Isn't that like four teams from the same group or something that, like that? That should actually be highly illegal. I see you've deleted uh, someone's mentioned Bird Leno and you've deleted it. I had to. Um, is yeah, there a yeah. limit on how many photos we're allowed in there? Yeah, we, we went over the uh, because you're too uh, too cheap to have the upgraded version. Um, I've got the semi upgrade. It's 80 quid. I have a semi right now, actually. But, um, but yeah, the uh, I, I did have to delete the bird liner ones. Because, you know, we're gonna get we're gonna have a whole new uh, pastel or what, whatever it's called a uh, uh, canvas of of pictures and videos because I got about eighty from my trip for this uh, for this episode, and then we can get rid of them all afterwards. So um, I don't think I've got anything interesting. To, I bought a new phone, and so I spent go. about two hours yesterday. Copying everything from the new um, the, onto the new phone so it looks identical. Uh, Super AMOLED display. It's a USB C charger. I've entered the world of USB C charging, and uh, my phone charge. It's got a five thousand milliamp battery, and it will charge from empty to full in about twenty five minutes. I think thirty five. So I don't know. We only two hundred and forty nine quid. You have the uh, the hottest of technology. I mean, we, we could do a whole show on Danny's technology, like the well, thing you got, the thing you pull yourself up off the off the the loo. Oh yes, yeah. spin me this bell, spin this me bell, bell baby. Made, this this bell made it back home with me after being in uh, in London and making making a few a few appearances. <laughs> this bell had better appearances than I did. Has he uh, got his own? Needs its own passport. It does. No one, no one even showed up for any of my appearances. But the bell was just, and, and I'm not talking about that guy on Twitter. I'm, I'm talking about this thing. Very, very well adored. Um, and you can see my, my talking of things beginning with, but my beard is absolutely, completely out of control. It's, yeah. it's horrendous. This is, the, this is where I have to shave too. Like, like, like I, I, I was gonna shave today and I ran out of time uh, because this is where it starts to look like I'm trying to look like I'm not bald. And uh, do it, you need to do it every day. Well, I don't do mine, I do mine about once every four or five days. And I've done oh, that's how much I can move at the moment. I can, I've done, I've got two fingernails left to do, and then I'll be done. And then I'll be out, not no longer jab myself, or I don't want to be jabbed. So, um, how is how is Steph? How was the birthday? Uh, it was lovely. We, uh, yeah, that was that was why I missed last Sunday. I, you know, there are some things that just you get it wouldn't have been worth being here for the roast for rather than than there so uh i surprised my wife my lovely wife turned 50 uh over the weekend uh it's kind of hard to believe because she looks half the age that i am here's uh she here's makes a up here's in, a picture of us you from, look over your age but she looks under her age yeah i mean our, we, we look like we're average 50 uh maybe like if you add like i'm 70 she's 30 See, but, whenever uh, I think of you being married, I always think that that, that poor wife of yours, it must be like family guy. <laughs> she's very normal, and he's a right old lump who does nothing but stupid things that gets on her nerves. No, but, you know, I, I, I'm actually kind of a normal Is that a mushroom? Person. No, that is a profiterole um, at a French restaurant that we went to. 
uh, had some champagne and uh, and they brought a profiterole with one candle on it. They would have. I wanted them to bring out one with fifty candles in it. That would have been funnier. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I I can't see the chat right now, but I'm sure there's some punching uh, uh, some punching comments going because yes, I. When was I the birthday? Fully, what was the date? Fully recognize it was um, it was Sunday. Last Sunday was the actual. Uh, Her birthday is the 29th of May. Yes, it is. And how long have we known each other? Um, six years. Six years. Yeah. And I just realised your wife and my daughter are born on the same day. There you go. It's a famous. Oh, so I too had a birthday celebration last Sunday. Ah, now was yes. it a happy one? I didn't even bother having a bath. I didn't bother shaving my head. I didn't bother putting any pants on. I just sat there in my t-shirt and socks all day. The this country is now fucked because of the weather. It's I've got a three-bar heater on down there and one over there. In the beginning of fucking June, I should have the doors. Happy open. birthday, Sean! <laughs> and I should have the doors open because it's so fucking hot. At the moment, outside it's twelve degrees. Double it, twenty-four. That's about forty-eight degrees. 12 degrees, is 50, 12 degrees is 54 degrees. What, whatever you say. In Yankland. In fucking June. Yes, I am clipping my nails. <laughs> I've got two to go. I'm so fucked. My shoulders and neck and back. Anyway, so, uh, yeah, the, the child's a pain in the ass. Um, not really getting on at the moment because she's... But she's uh, an older pain in the ass now. 24, yes. 24. I'd hoped by 24 that she would act like a normal adult, grown-up human being. Oh, no. Still acting like she's 14. So, uh, yeah, we had a, decided to have a barbecue, and it rained. So uh, her mum lit the barbecue. We all had one burger each and two slices of bacon each, and that was it. Did you put and any rocket on it? Huh? Was there any rocket on your burger? Uh, someone stole my rocket. I was absolutely gutted. So the weather fucked us over for her birthday, and it's fucked me over all week. Um, what have you done for the um, the Jubilee? I hear everybody ask, well, Thursday. I woke up at 6 p.m. and got into here by about 8 p.m. and went to bed at about 11. And then Friday, had a bath, and I was back in bed by 1 a.m. Yesterday, got up at 7, and today I got up at 6. There you go. It's my Jubilee weekend. Merry fucking Jubilee, everybody. I, I don't know why they have to name something after a really angry, like, Jew that pushes people around and stuff. I mean, that they, they, they could have called it something else other than a Jew bully. Well, we, we do love our, our Jewish brethren over here. And, you know, I have an affinity with the Jewish people. If I did believe in reincarnation, I think I might have been Jewish. I'm not saying I was Jesus, but I'm not far off in a previous life. Well, speaking of right? speaking of which, I did meet uh, a, a Jewish person who resembles Jesus. Let me see if I could get a picture. Oh, I think I saw that. Uh, did you have ginger locks? This is a picture I like to call Jews because it's full of Jews. Um, this oh yes, every, so you tweeted that, didn't you? Yeah, this might be every Jewish Arsenal podcaster slash YouTuber plus my daughter. Um, but I don't want—I don't want to go out of order here because we got to talk. I want to talk about the the three days. I, I was in London for five, but there were two of them were travel days, and then the other three were just fantastic. Did you break your duct of Arsenal losing every time you go and see them? No, when I was there for the Brighton game, I broke my duck of Arsenal never losing when I go to see them, at least at home. Uh, I am 21 games with one loss at the Emirates. So so wash your mouth out with soap for even suggesting that I'm bad luck. I got back on the horse. 
with a 5-1 win for Everton. And I got to tell you, all of the disappointment and frustration, this is this is the Arsenal portion of the podcast, all the disappointment Hello, and frustration <laughs> about not making top four was built in to me at that point. So, like, I got in trouble for, well, <laughs> I got in a little, some some Twitter discussions about, you know, if because I posted something like, if you're angry right now, and right now was literally 10 minutes after that game ended. Um, I didn't mean like this week or this month. I meant right now, if you're angry instead of enjoying a, a you know a performance like we just saw, regardless of who it was against and what it meant, then I can't help you. Cause I just, I mean, there was just in the, in the, in the place outside of the place afterwards, it was just a happy place. You know, we, we, we like winning five, one. Um, it's better than not winning five, one. And, and unfortunately we all knew going into the game that we weren't going to get fourth place. We did nothing to further cost us fourth place. That was already done. So it was a happy, happy day uh, for me, just, you know, globally for the entire season. There's Melvin. Um, you know, it was uh, it was a good day. So, oh, we do have a habit of smashing Everton on the last game of the season, the last game of the '98 season. Yeah, uh, I was there. Obviously, my favorite game, my favorite goal, my favorite player, the Tony Adams goal, right? Season and my favorite stadium and one of my favorite kits. In fact, everything should have ended then. I'd have, I'd have been happy. That's the and most then, uh, positive statement I think you've ever made in our. And then a few years later, we smashed them seven-one on the last game of the season took Dean, my Everton mate, with me, and he was over the moon because they'd qualified for the UEFA Cup, whatever that was. <laughs> a lot of people that I saw on the trip are in here. Bobby Chakrabuti got I have a uh, a video. I have a video to show you uh, that, that includes Bobby a little bit later on. Um but uh so anyway, shall I go through the uh, the trip a little bit or, or yes, is that too? go through I've got nothing to add people. <laughs> Bobby has I've to done. ask if we had Jaeger bombs. Let me let me skip ahead to this. Because, uh, all I had to talk was moan about my arthritis and my other thing. There is a miracle cure that if we we run out of time, they've actually got a miracle cure for my my other condition, which my friend is taking. And if we run a, if we run a board of stuff to talk about, maybe we'll come to that. But that would only be if you lot behave yourselves. But I would I love to find out how we trip. can cure you. Get you get you uh, you know running around and. And doing this at the Tollington after the after the game. Every video ends up with the dental exam for me. Like, like I don't know why when I'm, uh, when I'm drinking, every video ends be... up with the camera inside of my oral fixture or whatever we want to call it. But, I don't uh, want to be mean about people I don't know. So who was that young gentleman at the background giving everybody the bird? The, he was not giving man. everybody the bird. He was pointing to the Gooners versus Cancer Cup. See, and... I wasn't sure if he was making a H. Or if he's pointing to the cancer cup, which is why I thought you might know him. Yes, I do know him. Uh, I love that man. His name is Tom Rollins. Rollins. He's uh, he's three years older than my daughter, who actually was also in that picture in the background, uh, or in that video in the background. Um, and uh, he, he's a, he's one of these people that I've met through people that I've met through people that I've met through the podcast. And 
and I, I absolutely love the guy. So no, he was well, highlighting the, the Gunners versus Cancer Cups, that, not being a twat. That was uh, going to be my third question, followed by why or is he making a H? Go on, carry on. By uh, but uh, but yes, Bobby, we did we did have uh, shots, and and you know after looking at that video, Danny, I don't know why you don't enjoy being around people who are drinking. I mean, we look perfectly pleasant. No, I don't. I think I'd be all right around you if you're drunk, but it's the ones they. Well, can't, can't. I don't like people touching me, as you, as you may well have noticed. I people have to have written permission in triplicate in advance before they touch me, because people tend to grab you and pull you forward. You pull me too much forward, I'm going to be on top of you. We're both be on the floor, and you'll be going. I need an ambulance. Well, no. So, uh, I mean, I plus think people I... people smell funny. They have garlicky breath, or oh, it's not fun breath. to be around drunk people when you're not. Uh, I, I I've never had to deal with that person. So I have. I, with my own mum, my my mum's drunk. I go, mum, do not come anywhere fucking near me. Stay the fuck away. Well, it's don't need to be like that. Well, I'm just preempting you being a fucking knob. And then there you go. It sets the tone for the night. So I just avoid drunk people because like, obviously, look at me. They just want to grab me. They want to lick me. They want to run their fingers through my beard. And that's just the voice. It, it is. It, it is <laughs> tempting though, man. I mean, the first thing I did when I went for you was uh, I went for a cuddle. Yeah, well, you asked. You told me before you were going to, and that's okay. Yeah, I, um, I, I, I registered with the, with the, uh, yeah, the hugging offender registry. You did. You uh, went to the website, um, huggingdanny.net.com.uk. You, you paid your your nominal fee of seventy nine ninety nine, and uh, yeah, upload a picture of your upload a picture of your passport and your penis. Yeah, yeah. and then uh, within six weeks, you you got an okay. It, it's it's an amazing process process Wonderful. I, I trust it i trust it implicitly so um all right so i was off to london let's see what happened uh where i didn't get to order all these pictures around so what do we have oh this was the bridge i lived under for a while uh, because my airbnb did not come through oh, fucking up. did anything in the end happen with that because that's uh, fucking ridiculous. Well, yeah, I didn't. Uh, what what happened in the end was I, I didn't sleep on the street for four days, but it was looking pretty likely that that was going to happen. So I get to London at about six thirty in the morning. Everything seems fine. I'm riding the tube in. I take the obligatory picture. Uh, and no, no, Gal Gadot is not the hottest Jewish actress ever. Um, I take the obligatory picture from from my old hood uh, when I was slumming it in Knightsbridge thirty five years ago. And uh, and uh, got off at Holloway Road. Now I knew my Airbnb would not be ready, but I didn't know that it would never be ready. <laughs> so so I put my uh, my luggage in a kind of a, a storage facility. I highly recommend this. Like if you get into London early, if you're coming from the states and you can't check into your hotel yet, there's something called Bounce. There's a few of these services, but uh, usebounce.com. I recommend it. It'll find you like a registered place to take your luggage to. They're normally, you know, it's normally like a a, a shop or a offie or something like that. But they're, you know, an offie. What I said, an offie. Yeah, as in an off license. Yeah. I mean, only Northerners call them the offie. Well, go on, carry on. I'm from, uh, you know, I'm from in Japan. They call them a conveni. As a convenience. That's that just sounds dumb. Conveni. They they call them something else when I live there, but but well, the Japanese not, don't call it a conveni. They call it something in Japanese, but the people speaking English over there do. What they were on. called when I lived there in the eighties was not very nice, uh, so I, I will not call it that. But um, but yeah. So anyway, so I'm fine. 
uh, I go and uh, I knew that I was coming in the same morning as uh, a good friend of mine. So we, we met up and had breakfast at a, a very uh, prominent location. Guess the, uh, the location. Um, Wembley, did you, did you mention the broken microphone that you're having to speak into an Xbox 360 uh, thing? You, you know what? He has made up for that in, in far more ways than... Not for than... me, he hasn't. Well, I only hear every other word because you can't be too tight to buy another one. Well, Elliot was in town for for a gig, let's say, and um, oh, I and hadn't so heard we, about we that. We met up, and we both had the same situation, I think, where we couldn't check into our hotels, so we went to Little Wonder Cafe across the street from the stadium. Is it nice uh, in there? It's uh, it's always nice in there. I like. I mean, it's 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 touristy, but it's not touristy. Like it, it's something. Is that it you flat? Wanna... Is it flat? I hope now, oh, everywhere oh, you uh, go, yes. the whole of your life, what have I asked you to do? Yes, yes, you could get in there. You check everywhere for flatness. I certainly did that. And wideness. It is, um, it is, I think it's very accessible for you, yes. It's good, a, it's, in a good, it's in a good location. And as you can see across the street, you you know, there's there's no, I mean, to get up the sides of the state. Oh, I'm, I'm putting the cursor around the sides of the stadium like anyone can <laughs> see if everyone can see it yeah, I'm, I'm i'm doing a powpoint presentation <laughs> <laughs> no one can see uh but yeah you could you could go easily from there right across the street into the armory gift shop and that's exactly what we did after we ate um and just the two uh, of you for ages two podcasting legends just walking around waiting to be waiting to be uh you know adored and it was the morning the um uh, what, was the, what, was the, what was the first point someone recognized you apart from um, Elliot? Or did he, did, did anyone recognize him and not you, or you or not him? That um, must be awkward. Well, you get that all the time when you're walking around that area with Lee Judges. I mean, every, I mean oh, the judge, oh, obviously. Like, oh, you know what I mean? Like, you know. Um, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean, that morning, nobody really came up to him. Uh, it was pretty quiet. It was still like eight thirty in the morning, and it was the morning of the of the new kit release. So we go across the street to check out the new kits. I don't think I got our video of that uploaded. I think we ran out of space to upload. I that, did see you were quite disgruntled. Yeah, it wasn't. It, it wasn't for me. I did not no, purchase it. You moved on. Moved on. Went to something else, and uh, and then um, Elliot and I, for the, for the time being, said our our adieu, and I went to the coronet which is a Weatherspoons pub on Holloway road that is very close to where my Airbnb was meant to be and started just sitting and answering emails. And, you know, a beer ended up going into my mouth at, at one point or two. Oh, it must've been a shock for you. Lee came by uh, in between interviews. And I'm not even kidding. Uh, in between media gigs. I, I don't think the guy does his, his former day job anymore. He just goes from studio to studio. Um, so we had a meal and uh, so I'm supposed to get in around one o'clock to this Airbnb. The guy keeps stalling and saying he's coming in from Essex and there's traffic and, and no, I've just got to Islington and uh, or Highbury and Islington uh, train station. I'll be there in 10 minutes. An hour goes by. The guy ends up at four o'clock when I was supposed to be in by one he tells me, oh, I, I'm waiting for a bed. I'm like, you said you were walking to pick me up and bring me back three hours ago. What do you mean you're waiting for a bed? He's like, well, there, there's the bed broke, and I'm waiting for a bed, and the mattress guy still hasn't come. He's like, don't you want to sleep in a bed? I was like, yeah, I wanted to sleep in a bed three hours ago. I've been up for 24 straight hours. 
And, uh, and that's when I knew something was horribly wrong. So another two hours go by and finally, I, I'm not going to go through the whole, the whole back and forth, but I ended up having one random hotel on Thursday night, another random hotel on Friday night, and then finally getting into an Airbnb on Saturday that I stayed. Did you get a full refund and or compensation? I got a full refund for the Airbnb that never happened. I got, and I got compensation for one night's hotel and a couple hundred dollars off of the Airbnb. So in the end it worked out, but it did appear for a time that I was going to be living under a, uh, under a bridge. Which which sucked. Um, he just but, got drunk and fitted in with the rest of them. Yep. So while I was uh, when I finally checked into the hotel room, I uh, I took this picture for Soph because I was starving. I'd been up for thirty something hours, and uh, and so I went to have a meal at a Greek restaurant. And, uh, this does this look gross to you? And I don't mean the food looks bad. I just mean like it looks very. <laughs> it looks like something out of. Uh... Um, Star Wars, that you have to put your hand in as a test and pull out. Yeah, like, like, like I, I, it looks like it's gonna bite you. Like, like, uh, do you, did you ever see that movie Little Shop of Horrors? I, I did until I realized it was a musical and then I quickly turned it off. So I saw about 15 minutes. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I, it looks like the mouth of one of the big things. Yeah, exactly. And I, I, I took my, uh, because this is the Sunday roast and we, and we show pictures of food. I, t- I, I, I took this picture. Um, I think I like took a fork. Let me see if I have a fork around here. Good chance that I did. Took a fork and like put it in to see if the if the thing would close on me. <laughs> like I didn't want to use I didn't want to lose my finger right away, so I tried with a fork. I tried with a fork. Then I uh then I gradually went around the outside and dumped the lamb out of the pita because it just it looked too, it looked like a trap. I was like I have been fucked with so much on this trip so far. I am not going to fall for this. Can't uh, can't risk it can't couldn't do it so uh no. but, but the food was good it was lamb i'm a lamb guy no and, uh, never eat lamb too fatty and uh and so that was my thursday it was about 32 hours of being awake and sitting around waiting for people that never showed up and then uh and then that so was, was he courteous the whole time or do you know could you tell he was bullshitting i had a inkling there was something wrong with this guy by the way he would respond to things like ahead of time like like he just he would fail to answer my question and he was the way he spoke like on text was a little off like like it was a little too formal or informal i mean like i don't know what do you think what if you had to have a guest a guest what do you reckon it is he double booked it or something no i legitimately think he just I mean, I believe them that he didn't have a bed. I just don't quite understand why, you know, because he, he like took a picture and showed me. But like, I'm like, how do you not sort that out? And why did you tell me you were on your way to me three hours ago? Like, like just tell me that the place isn't ready and uh, and we'll, you know, we'll sort it out. But anyway, so that wasn't uh, wasn't lovely. But Friday, from that point on, though, great trip. Friday, one of the three reasons I went over there. One was the game on Sunday. Two was the uh, the the Arsenal Vision and um, and uh, Arscast show on Saturday night, which was fantastic. I'll talk about that in a minute. And then Friday was a Gooners versus Cancer fundraising event at the Tollington, which was just lovely. It was a really really nice time. Uh, saw a bunch of people, a lot of luminaries, as some people would say. The hierarchy of the podcasting world. 
Yeah, it was uh, it was a good portion of people, and and uh, and the mile lot where they weren't allowed. <laughs> um, no, they did not represent. I I must well, say um, they're fucking useless. Earlier in the day, though, um, this happened. This is this is my friend Mark Merch. He's from Green Bay, Wisconsin. Uh, very very good. Um, very very strong proponent and and generous donator to Gunas versus Cancer for years, and he. He donates uh, every single year, and he's been pretty lucky to win. He won two game tickets, which he was using for this game with his daughter, who's pictured there. And he also separately won a uh, a tour, a Legends tour, with the one and only Perry Groves. Fixed. And beers afterwards, which if you've never had beers with Perry Groves, that's I mean that's what that was one of the best things we had on auction last year for Gunners versus Cancer, uh, because it's a one one of a kind experience. You can get signed jerseys those are great they go up on your wall you can you know you can get game tickets which are obviously nice but the chance to just sit and hang out with a legend who n- never short of stories to tell is fantastic so it was neat actually getting to see them get their, their perry groves experience adam on the podcast once yeah perry's a lovely guy He's, did you uh, it was how hard was it seeing perry groves there with people that you know about going i'm just gonna go and sit here and Skitch up a little bit. And, oh, all right, Perry, how you doing? Well, ultimately, that's what happened. But, but <laughs> I, I, I was very like, I don't, you know, want to encroach on your, you know, on your experience and stuff. But I mean, I'm friends with, I'm friends with Mark as well, and and I had met Perry a few times before, and and so you know, the, the the bulk of the time they were there, I was actually setting up for the event that night, hanging posters and setting up uh, the uh, the table with you know, with all the signs and stuff. I mean, it's, you know, throwing an event like that is, uh, that it actually takes some preparation, but did you have to stay sober to do it? Um, no, <laughs> but I did, I didn't have to, but I, but I you know, pretty much did. Um, I, I paced myself, but yeah, by the end of the, uh, by the end of the time I was there, they, they, they called me over the table and, and, uh, and we gave Perry some Ruth Beck art, Ruth, um, uh, who's been doing the podcast circuit lately. When we do another podcast on our channel, we'll have her on. But, she was uh, on with Fergus and Trev. And she, she was, was on very, Fergus very and Trev. She was on with Soph. Uh, she's a lovely, very talented artist yeah. who, uh, who has helped us with our fundraising by you know providing a lot of her prints, which we use uh, to incentivize people to come. And, and in this case, everyone who came and donated uh, at the event got a free print from Ruth Beck. Um, Perry, of course, has donated his time, so we gave him some memories of his old, his old have stomping grounds. I'm sorry, Perry Groves's book. Have you read it? I have not. It's I need one to. One of the best Arsenal football books you can read. It's so good. I yeah, love it. Yeah, I, I can only imagine it's good. He, uh, he, he's got tons of stories to tell. So, um, so yeah, so that was fun. We got a picture uh, for for his. Mark started a fan uh, a fan uh, group, a supporters club up in Green Bay, Wisconsin, and it's actually pretty popular up there. So, you know, it's a nice story. You guys love Arsenal. They spread the love for Arsenal in their local areas, and it becomes a, a big reason why Arsenal is such a big team over here in America. So, so kudos to Mark. Um, these are in no particular order, but from the event that night, it was really just a laid-back event. It wasn't like a live podcast. It was just... Come have beers, hobnob with people. Have been there. Enjoy. I wish you could have been there. Yeah. Um, you know, it wasn't too crowded. It wasn't like a like an overly packed, ridiculous thing where you couldn't hear, think, or 
or do anything. It was you could move around. It was festive. Does the pub play music while people are trying to drink and talk? That's uh, yeah, but it's not over. It's not overbearingly loud. No music in pubs. Yeah, it's it wasn't overbearingly loud, and we um, we were able to get the microphone a few times to do some announcements and 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 pick the prize, which was a signed. The prize for the night was a signed Perry Groves shirt. Um, the prize. Um, I'll show you in a second. Uh, it, he wasn't there when I picked the thing, though, so I it's actually have, I have to mail it to him across the uh, across the Atlantic now. But um, so that was the prize for the night. Everyone got the Ruth Beck art that donated, and then also everybody's in the in the the hopper now for that '89 shirt. We've got about 130 uh, entries back in that, so uh, still left for that. So it was just it's a fun night. Here's here's the Jewish Jesus right here, James Johnstone. Love that I guy. I didn't know he was one of your clergy. He yeah, he is. He, you wouldn't think, but but uh, between between the name and the look, you would you wouldn't think Jew. Did uh, you double check? Were you allowed, or was that? I, 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 I we did go into the back, and and I made yeah. sure. Yeah, he's not so, pulling a fast one. Yeah. By the way, I, I, I'm, I'm on the picture panel, so I, I'm, I'm unfortunately not seeing a lot of the comments. So if there's anything that I need to respond to, Danny, if you can, if ah. you can put it up for me. But oh, okay. uh, I didn't, I didn't think of doing that. Uh, where are we up to? Um... Well, it might not be, but I'm just saying. I, 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 I don't mean to ignore anybody in there, but I'm, I'm looking at a different screen right now. So uh, Mark just um, wants a drinking session with Perry. Oh. Uh, Womble says. Um, what you're going to do next year with, with the Guna versus cancer. Ryan is there. Our Nick is there and the rest of them are just making the most of having those wonderful emotes. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Carry on. Yeah. These look new. Uh, and I will talk about Gunas versus cancer. Uh, we're, we're gearing up for next year. So uh, you'll probably get that uh, in, in w- within the next few weeks. There's a lot going on though. Uh, so yeah, that's James. This is Melvin. Uh, Melvin's in the chat right now. It was great. He, is. he says hello to Ryan. You know, these are some folks that uh, you know that I've met, and I would say I know them from online, from being on podcasts with them. But it's 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 kind of cool just to go and you know, like I did with you, just to 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 get personal contact and face to face. And it's always it's never awkward. It's always just like an extension of the relationship you already have. So it was mm-hmm. is it's nice to do that. Melvin's a lovely fellow. Um, these. Uh, were were two lovely that people. Jurgen Klopp in the middle was that like a very bad copy of Jurgen Klopp? <laughs> you shouldn't be saying that. That's Arnie. Who's Artie? I don't know Artie. I'm pretty sure that's Arnie uh, Arneson from in the chat right now. Um, he, he does have the nice. uh, the uh, the Germanic look about him. If he's from that part of the world, is that you, Artie? Let us Arnie. know, Arnie. I, I'm, I, my head is, uh, I, I, I'm having trouble with a few people putting names to faces a few weeks later, but I'm pretty sure that's Arnie. Uh-huh. Um, and, uh, oh, he says, yes, that's me. Yep. Lovely Arnie. I'm sorry. I wasn't 100% confident on that, but, uh, but yes, Arnie and, uh, significant other wife, girlfriend, don't remember sister. Um, but All of the uh, above. No, there's not from Norwich. So only Nick applies to Nick and, um, Ellis. This is Lev, uh, who I've been on the Arsenal Lounge with a couple times. He uh, he, he made a, a very generous donation, got a, a nice big Saka and Emil Smith Row painting, which I think may be in his background uh, when he pods now. So that was uh, nicely done by him. I've heard of him. I think I've seen his show. Yeah. Um, 
this was shoot uh ronnie uh ronnie was a big fixture of the evening jumping around and and uh and having nice a good time. strong beard game good yeah no the what i would give to have that kind of what, he, could, what was, he could give away half of it and it still look good and we could share it between us yeah that hair i mean you know i i've got facial hair but it's it's in no particular style or i mean it, it, it just is it's where it grows there. he's got like a style situation going he's got the hair that whenever i when i had hair i used to lo- think that i would love to like have it slicked back and it would never work like it my hair grew like directly forward so i would slick it back and then within 10 seconds it would just Ching. be standing straight up like all over the place it was it was a complete shit show arnie um, says that was his girlfriend from iceland Yes, well, she was very lovely, and so was Arnie. Arnie was even lovelier. Um, this is the Jew picture again. My daughter. Uh, <laughs> so my daughter is still in London now. She uh, she just turned twenty one this weekend, actually, and um, uh-huh. and she's doing a summer abroad. She's uh, she's in journalism and doing an internship and some classes of uh, before her final year of uni. But uh, but What's this was her first weekend there, and we just assumed. I mean, we got along very well, but she's she was mortified when she found out I was coming the first the same weekend as she was going, uh, because she wanted to kind of have her Separate own flights. London. She wanted to have her own London experience. She didn't want it to be about me. But yeah, I got her the tickets for Sunday's game. She just thought she's milking it though, because she didn't want you there. Well, what I'm saying is, like going into it, she's like, you know. I'll see you on Sunday, but you gotta leave me alone. You stay away. Don't you? Don't let anyone know I know you. Sorry, Friday night. Sorry, Saturday. Night. Can I have some the, food? Can you get me a drink? Can you tickets for the games? And, and, Are these all your friends? That's my uh, dad, yeah, you know. That's uh, that's Ben. Ben used to do the um, the the um. God, I can't think of things tonight. What's wrong with me? Maybe it's the drinking. Uh, ben used to do the thumbnails for our podcast uh, last season. He's a he's a talented young young handsome <laughs> man. Who's that? Is that Voldemort? I don't I don't know who this was. This this guy came in. He was like fangirling all the people that were at the pub. Um, I, I didn't catch his name in the end, but he had really big teeth. Um, <laughs> this is Gunnar Russ. Um, oh, I know Gunnar Russ. Well, I know of him. Russ is the nicest guy you could meet in person. And then the is he one of your lot or is he a vicar? He's one or the other. No, he's not one of my lot. Uh, no. Not not in the way that you mean it. No. Um, or he would have been in that picture. But yeah, yes. Russ, Russ is um, Russ is warm and cuddly in person. But don't ask him about the crockies on on the internet because uh, you will get a stream of of anger and and frustration. Quite rightly, Potsy was in the house. It's a cheeky young man currently on the run in Croatia. Here's one of your favorite people. Oh, this, Fran. This is Fran, aka Charlotte, aka how many how many names do do we think she has? I'm almost I've almost forgotten that she she used her sister's account. That's why I keep thinking her name's Charlotte, but it's not. It's Fran. Yes, and she Fran. is on tomorrow night. She is on with um, Trev and and Fergus. Fergus. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah London Yellow right. Ribbons. There you go. She's on with those two tomorrow night. She, I gotta, I gotta give it up for for Fran because she reached out the day before and was like, "Will you all still be there at 11? Because yeah, she's working. I get off of work and I'm two hours away." And she came. She 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 got there a little before 11, but um, but she, I mean, that's dedication. Make, that is to make that effort. I mean, it 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 it's humbling, and I know it's not because of me, but but I mean. 
to make that effort to come and and uh, and come all the way into London for an event like that. And and when she got there, she was just hugging everybody. She was thrilled to be there. It was really uh, it was very cool. And she made some very good contacts as well. And I, I saw her talking to Elliot for a bit um, about uh, her artwork. And uh, this is a man, uh, Chris Hudson, who, who without him there might oh, not be any so. AFTV. Yes, Take that as you driver, wish. Wasn't it a taxi driver? Um, the infamous rant outside the Emirates. Yeah, I forget what game that was after. I'm sure somebody knows. but uh... Someone's asked a good question here, which I always think about podcasts. Daniel Roberts says, I would like to think there is a massive WhatsApp group of every single Arsenal podcaster. The biggest one I'm in is the ABW. There's 13 of us. And then there's me, you, and Andy in one. And then there's the there's seven ABW in another one, and then oh, I've got itchy nostril. Um, oh, yeah, we've got the game. We've got the the Arsenal fans gaming one. There's about seven of us in there. But other than that's better. Other than thirteen, that's because it's all the people from ABW. Good God, there's thirteen of us. Yeah, I'm in a I'm in a handful of them, but they're all like like I'm obviously in one with my guys. Um, yeah, I'm in one that tom started and there's a few podcasters in there uh some active some dormant um the biggest one that i'm in is probably connected with uh with with lee judges tv uh lee and dan started it and as it happens because of who they have on their channel there's most of the people that are in that group like soph and and uh and russ and and uh lee and and a few other people do podcasts um alberts in that group so but no i mean there, there there should be though it's it i'm not sure how how that would go there'd probably be more arguments than anything else but uh, even though the the podcasting community generally gets along with each other there are differences of opinion and uh uh i don't know if i could take oh that. there is another one jeff there um for the who's who's who, one of the favorites members of, of abw's now he's branched off now and, and he's, he does a line of white animals he's got white cats and dogs and and uh yeah so he's there there was another one it was um remember it was uh fifey he um jeff chris john elliot and um, a few of those and then when me and jace uh had that disagreement i said well i'll leave and then jace can stay in it and so i left and then jace left and i'm thinking <laughs> Fuck's sake! I'm not in any groups with Jeff. That was what, two years ago, but uh, yeah. There's there are, Kaya. There are none. Kaya, Kaya, Kaya Kynak, uh, of Football.London. Tall, 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 lovely man. Um, came and 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 spent not just the. Uh, there were two parts of this evening. The first was the uh, what was the event, and then there was the event after the event. Um, let's see. There's Who's David that? Ziegler. Oh, from, him. I know him. Yeah. He uh he's looking more and more homeless every every day. I think he started growing that at COVID and for some reason can't get rid of it now. But uh, but that's David. He was in rare form. That's David's wife, Lori. Um I was very hungry at the time, so I uh, she looks very scared at the time. I demolished the entire thing. Uh after this picture, there was no more head left. Um there's uh two famous podcasters and a and a you. And a, and a wannabe, um, yeah. And then this was at four forty-five in the morning <laughs> in my second hotel room because what happened after the uh, oh, and and by the way, this was my favorite picture of the night. Ah, 
she just made me very proud. She'll so. soon hate you. No, she she doesn't hate me, but I just thought she was not even going to want to be wasting her time with old dad. And it's funny having people come up and talking to her dad, like, like, you know, thanks for doing this charity. And it's great to finally meet you. And my daughter's like, he's the one who puts the bins out. What are you talking about? Yeah, he's, he's like, <laughs> my dad like farts during dinner and, 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 and my mom would kill him if she, if she could get away with it. <laughs> But uh, no, it was pretty funny. So after the, the, the event, kind of wrapped up around 11.30, 11.45, was a night of karaoke that was like none other. The most eclectic, strange mix and group of people uh, in a little pod. Like karaoke for us, when we go to karaoke here, it's a big bar and there's a stage and, and you put your name in the list. And you and you get up on the stage in front of everybody and you sing a song. Is that what you think with karaoke? I don't know. I try to avoid it. <laughs> I don't oh, know. You, no. you love being in front of a microphone, but so karaoke. I mean, I don't know if this is everywhere, but but the karaoke place we went to, I think it's called Lucky Voice in Engl- in Islington. Elliot basically is like, "We're doing karaoke. I just booked us a, a room. Everybody, get over there." And about 15 or 20 people end up in this small, I mean, it smelled like COVID in there. I don't know how I didn't get COVID. I have no idea, but it was, you would have loved this. It was like a, like a 10 by 10 room with a, with a television screen, two microphones and some very, very drunk people. And, and, and there are some that I've, I've negotiated uh, not to show. Uh, (laughs) Don't you dare. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, there's some, but uh but here's a little sampling. Uh, we'll see how long we could go with this. But if you if you heard about or if you you want to see what 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 happens after the event, it's, it's gotten a little crazy here. Though. There was there was new kids on the block. There was Britney Spears. There was Queen. Let's see. We have a little Bohemian. By the way, pictured in there, hell. you would have hated it. This is why I'm shocked. I wouldn't have gone in. I was the last one to get there because I had to actually go from the Tollington to check into my second hotel room at midnight oh. and then Uber there. And when I walk in, like just the smell and the heat that came from this little room. Uh, but Paul, uh, who people will know on Twitter as uh, Paz, pausing in my pants from the AVP, Lovely was the man. tall man who I was grabbing and who who i apparently dipped while he was singing um you've not heard anything until you've heard him sing britney spears like early stage britney spears it was uh i bet it's a thing to behold it, it was a thing to behold and 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 this was a perfect example of how drunk people does everybody like, shut up when people sing i don't know how karaoke works or does everyone all sing at the same time this was kind of like group karaoke um it was it was more like there were two microphones and people would just pass them around and 
and everybody would sing. The the kind of karaoke I was used to is you get up there in front of the stage and you make a fool of yourself in front of everybody else. But anyway, um, so so that was karaoke. Four or five o'clock in the morning, I think it was over, and uh, and then it was off to the new Airbnb for me. Uh, the the show the next night. I mean, this is where I get a little a little fanboyish because and and I'm friends with these guys, but like I'm in awe of these guys because the crowd that came to see Arsenal Vision and Arscast was so I mean they was so excited to see them <laughs> like it was they they sold out a thousand person theater the uh the, not theater it's like a church union chapel and they could have probably sold five you know three or four or five times as many tickets i saw the queues outside very good it's it's unbelievable this this was uh this was about half an hour before they opened the gates i think let's see if i can get this video so was there anybody any heckling or any dickheads there no no it was like a just a yes. thing full it, it was like a a place full of love i mean it's it's everyone was there to be entertained they came back more entertained than they would have expected to yeah. um it, it it was just a fun night i mean th- those guys have great chemistry and it was funny and and they all stayed how long was it the, how, what'd you say how long was it from the moment they went right everyone shut up here we go till the end um a little over two hours fucking hell there was there was, there was there was a part one and an intermission where everybody went to the bar um then a part two and and then uh and then everybody went out for drinks afterwards. And I'm looking for pictures and, and video, but that must not have gotten uploaded. Um, there must have been a few. Uh, in, when you get a thousand people, it's amazing that you didn't get anybody being a knob. No, I mean we had a guy. One of the events I went to in November was this this '89 like set to music, like Anfield '89. Oh, the Lawrence thing. Barbican. And then after the sh- after the show, they had George Graham. Lee Dixon, Amy uh, was led by Amy Lawrence, but she was interviewing Lee Dixon, Perry Groves, uh, George Graham, and Alan Smith. And this one dickhead in the back who was clearly drunk kept shouting at George Graham for going to Tottenham. Like it, re- I mean, it was so out of order. We wanted to, we wanted to murder the guy. And so why was- didn't somebody stop him in the second he did it? it- Drag the fuck outside and hit him. It. It should have happened. I, 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 the answer is I don't know why that didn't happen. He, he ended up getting like belting something out three or four times. And so this was, is where you need some of ABW there because John would have grabbed him and, and taken him outside. Jason, she had Jason doing security. He wouldn't even got the second syllable out, and Jason would have had him in yeah. a Boston back crab. <laughs> so disrespectful. I could, I, but but anyway, no, 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 no one like that at all. It was just a big. Good love fest family atmosphere and you know i talked to elliot afterwards he's like the guy i mean he's like i don't know how how this is happening like like all we do is talk into a microphone and i'm like no it's but we could fill a mcdonald's with this lot at the moment what'd you say we could fill a mcdonald's with this lot a medium-sized mcdonald's well that's where i'm planning on doing our our sunday roast-a-thon our (laughs) lives look at all our everyone in what we need where is he um nick if you could, uh, for the people that are on Twitch, could you make a potato, a roast potato, so the people on Twitch can have it? Because Nick's made loads of emojis for us on Twitch. <laughs> but I don't think you can have anything on um, on YouTube, can you? So someone can do a little emoji con for all the little roasties that we got in the show tonight. But 
So yeah. this, was, this was the stage. It must have been a technical nightmare to have six people when they all were. Per- you could hear them all perfectly all the way through, and there was no that high pitch thing when no. the, the sound is wrong. No, they, I mean they had the whole back of the theater was was you know they had the the mixers and the sound crew. I mean it, this was not you know hanging out at a pub with someone taking video on their iPhone, streaming it online and hoping that they have good. I mean, this, this was, this was a serious production. And, um, and I know a lot of people that watch it on their Patreons and, and I heard no complaints about how it came off. So I think it came off both, both live and, uh, and otherwise this is, uh, See, we, we did one, ABW did one in 2014, I think it was, or 13. And it was at the Gunners pub and, yep. It was a nightmare. I mean, I didn't go because I, I couldn't get down there. But it was a nightmare to try and get the audio right. And then Gimli got drunk and then the whole thing fell apart. And so it n- never ended up happening. There was no live bit. And we meant to have people from um, from America. And I think Steve was going to be on a couple of others. And I've watched that. No, there was clips of it, but it was never an actual whole podcast of oh, okay. this is the, the like, like, like they've done there. Because the, the amount of organization it would take to get – to be able to get everyone to be heard properly and then to have that and turn that into an, a, a version that you can listen to on your iPhone pod touch. I don't know why I say Apple products on your Android device. It's be, that's really well done. Well, I am uh, early days, early doors, uh, but I am uh, planning an event that will be probably more like the one that Arsenal vision did back in October. Uh, if there was anyone here that went to that, it was at the Victoria's Tavern. Uh, there was probably 50 to 60 people there, not a thousand. And we're going to try to do a live event that's for Gooners versus Cancer there uh, when I'm over at the end of August or early well, September. How did it go at the the pub with, the, with uh, that night? How many tickets did you sell? Because you only had about 150 left, didn't you? Yeah, sure. we um, well, we raised uh, about a th- about 1,200 quid. About fifteen hundred dollars that night, uh, or, or between that day and that night, and uh, we also had those cups that we that you saw earlier. Which the the deal behind the cups is we brought them to the Tollington both on Friday night and on Sunday for the game, and you buy the cup for five quid. It's a donation, and the cup is slightly larger than the normal pint glass that they fill at the Tollington, and so cool. for the whole day or the whole weekend, if you hold on to it. They'll fill your uh, all the beers that you get are slightly bigger than they otherwise would be, and of That's course, a good angle giving to the. Whose good idea cause. was that? I'm sorry. Who? Uh, that was the idea of a pub in Orlando last year when the when the team was going to come. They they uh, they said that that had been done by local fundraisers, and I love the idea, and it really comes off well during the day uh, of a game or if there's a crowd in there, everyone just ends up buying one. And uh, it's an easy way to make money for the charity. So we'll be doing that again this summer when the team actually come. But, uh, but so, yeah, Saturday night was fun. I wish I had the video from outside. Um, well, the queue. Yeah. It, 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 it most was, of people here are all on Twitter. I think they've all seen it. Yeah, it, it, it was insane um, in a very good way. But um, And then they all paraded out to pubs afterwards. There was about two or three different pubs that people went to afterwards. Uh, very generous with their time. They didn't, you know, go and slink back into some green room or anything like that. Clive is obviously a, a fan favorite people hounding Clive to, to get pictures and, and talk football with them. And, uh, and the guy couldn't be nicer and more generous with, uh, with, with people. So anyway, I, I am a, uh, 
I am a big fan of those guys and, and happy to be friends with them as well. Cause they're, they all like humble, nice people who generally deserve the adulation that they get. Unlike the two of us. Um, it's weird how, how things fall because what the fuck was that? Huh. Um, Clive was part of the, what was the, something Gooners podcast with, um, Oh yeah. Jim he was, Giles. um, Gooner Ramble. Gooner Ramble. I've seen as three or four of them. And then the Gooner Ramble got an opportunity with a to go. And, huh? With a, with a, yeah, keel, a I think, yeah. and, and that numbs that numb nuts was complete waste of. And, Social. And there was Giles. There was four of them, um, I think, and they were they're pretty good. And then uh, they got an opportunity to go and do radio, and I think it was Love Sport Radio or something. And so yeah. I don't think Clive wanted to go and do that. And then Clive was about a podcast, and I remember messaging him, him going, "Oh, are you looking for a new podcast?" And then he said, "Yeah." So I said, "We'd have to come on ours and then uh, get you on a few times." No, we, we had too many people. And then it goes from there to him teaming up with um, with Elliot and all that lot, and and Tim and paul and then now look where they are it's a well, sliding doors moment if if that if they wouldn't have got that opportunity and then talk sport no talk love sport radio due to covid shut down yeah i mean it, it's uh i mean that's it's it's unfortunate that it for you and for the abw that it turned out that way but i mean the uh, elliot is um I mean, oh, no, we wanted him to come on and just do some shows. We, we like now we've got no room for more. But we've got fucking too many people. We've got two people that don't turn up. We don't need any more to not turn up. <laughs> not that he would have said yes if we would have asked him because he's, he's he's far too good. Well, what for makes the likes that, of us. what makes that podcast uh, what it is and as successful as it is 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 just the perfect complement of people. Uh, you know the the team that's Elliot that that Elliot's put together. It's uh, oh, and, and the work that they put in. This is very nice comment. Um, I don't I, I don't know that we belong in that. Uh, so so well okay. I'm gonna just take it. Our just television arts cast and the Sunday roast three best podcasts <laughs> in the world. Um, uh, following Ipswich next year due to the <laughs> online fans. And Russ is there down the bottom. He says hello. Russ says he remembers the Guna Ramble. Yeah, it's a good, good podcast. Yeah. Trials is very, very good. I mean, they're all very good. Yeah, I mean, but um, Akil now concentrates on the um, the, the the fans the, meetings. What yeah, are they the called? Forums and uh, um, yeah, the um, and and Charles is uh, does a lot of stuff on Twitter, and <clears throat> Charles is a very good follow on Twitter. If you can saw, get an account that doesn't get banned for I saw retweeting videos. Huh? Akil was at the Tollington after the game on Sunday. So game day, Very nice, I, I just, I love game days uh, at the top. It's just, it, it's just a meet and greet and, and just a, like a revolving door of, of great people at the, at the Tollington before and after the games. I know there's a lot of great pubs you can go to and some people have their favorites and, you know, bank of friendship or the George or uh, basically formal. anywhere, but the Gunners pub. Formerly the Gunners Pub. Uh, I mean, that used to be one of my go-tos until That's the only pub I've ever been in around there. It became a little bit crazy uh, because of <laughs> someone becoming a little bit crazy. But uh, oh, Mark says it was the AST, the Arsenal yeah, Share the Trust. Trust, the yeah, Sports Trust, not shares. Not shares in it anymore. So let's see. Do we have game day pictures? Yeah, there's uh, all of a sudden out of nowhere, Super Kev made an appearance. So, 
from from right to left, that's Fat Dude, Super Kev, my daughter Allie, her friend Hannah, who was at her first football game ever, uh, ah. and, and some guy named Charles. Uh, Never heard of him. Definitely doesn't have a fantastic YouTube channel. Charles comes to the Tollington before work four times a year, and I think it was the four games I went to. I, I absolutely love that guy. Uh, it's Nice to have a beer. And the cool part was, even though my daughter's interest in journalism is more like political journalism and uh, than than sports journalism, it was still nice for you know for her to have somebody who's as accomplished as Charlie as Charlie to uh, to kind of just chat to. It, it it never hurts for a young professional to talk to people who are a little bit more entrenched or what, what area a lot of journalism entrenched. What area of journalism does she want to go into? Uh, she's interested in in political, uh, international. I've mean, asked you this before. Yeah, news like like be, either being a correspondent or or just you know writing for uh, uh, for folks. Some bloke, are you are you the guy who I um, I mean I, I I only I don't know your online name, but you're the guy from Baltimore that I met. I, I took a picture of him with my friend Danny Chesham, and I thought they looked like twins. Um, but uh, but yeah. Uh, this guy from Baltimore was there. Uh, we will definitely be getting together again at the at the Abbey. Let's see what else do we have here. Oh, this is Steph. Some of you again. I'm using the cursor, like you can see what I'm doing here on the right. Steph Goldstein, yeah. a good friend of mine. That's uh, so. There's three Jews in that picture. Um, what else do we have? Oh, this was after the game. So our seats for the first time. I'm used to sitting. If I don't sit in Jack's section, uh, Jack Stevenson's section, which is block 32 and amazing tickets, and I didn't for this game because they were being used by uh, by Mark, prize winner. Uh, by the prize winner, um, I normally end up getting seats somewhere in the North Bank or the North Bank corner. Um, this time we were in block 25, which is the Ashburton Army block. And I got to tell you, there's a lot of controversy about Ashburton Army and you know, are they good for you know rowdy being, young boys? Apparently, isn't it? There's a lot of young boys, young men, um, a lot of energy, a lot of singing, a lot of loud chanting, and I thought it was great. Um, you know, traditionalists. I don't know. There's some people that are you know on North Bank, and I and I you know I grew up in the North Bank, but this it's kind of not. It doesn't necessarily translate now. Um, but, uh, but that was phenomenal, especially for my daughter and her friend to be there for one of their first experiences, uh, at an Arsenal game. It just, it really did help make the atmosphere better. So, uh, well, if you wouldn't drink, you could come and get me and we could go. That's a, that's a big ask by that. Isn't it? No, no, that's a, I mean, you know what you're asking me to do. Um, we Which is why do I've that. never mentioned it before. We, we will do that. We have to do that. No, so I'm not going to hold you to that. <laughs> what we got here. Oh, this, so this was the view from our seats. Um, that's about the happiest I get right there. The, the, you can't make me any happier than that. Um, oh, this was after the game with Lucy. That's Russ's daughter, Lucy, who is a YouTube presence of her own, Albert, yes. and my friend, uh -huh. uh, my mate, uh, Lewis, who I love that guy. Um, that is Giant Gooner uh, on Twitter, a brilliant financial mind, um, and uh, he's, he's frequently right, right below Swiss Ramble and way above me. 
when it comes to finances and um, and and football finances is is giant gunner right there. He said he's not as I was I he is giant gunner. I am a giant gunner. That's what I kept telling people. You're not even that tall. I was quite surprised. You're only what five four? Him, who me? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm five foot two, actually. Uh and I'm also five foot two wide. I'm like a big uh, square. You are you're a square. Some people are squares, <laughs> but like when they say it about me, it's it's based on my my look. Um, there's Clive, um, uh, at the Tollington. Oh, that's Clive's son, by the way, in the middle behind us. Uh, um, lovely young man. We spent some time talking. We all, we met him at, uh, we met the two of them at the football content awards, uh, dinner in December, in, in October. We won an award. We won an award. They won the award. Uh, his, his son was, was fantastic. Uh, he's, he's a, he's a footballer himself and let's see what else we got this was some dude i met after after the game uh, do you know his name i did at a moment in time probably that moment in time i knew his name uh, i no longer do uh let's see there's dan potts with his lovely mom who i spilled red wine over on this was this was bad somebody hit me from behind and my pinky finger hit her wine glass. She's the only person drinking red wine at the Tollington before uh, an Arsenal game, and red wine went all over her her blouse. So within ten seconds of meeting Dan Potts' mom, I spilled red wine all over her. Um, only in the world of Magic Mike does that happen. Um, after the game, the lap of honor. They they came over, spent a lot of time in front of in front of the clock end. Um, Lacazette apparently gained a lot of weight. And, and on, even with all those Lacazettes on the pitch, he still wouldn't score. <laughs> That's not very nice. It's fucking true, though. So, I remember we did a show around Christmas and someone said, what's going to happen net first? Lacazette scoring another Premier League goal or Lacazette leaving Arsenal? And we all thought, oh, it's maybe no, no, maybe January or February, I don't know. And we thought, oh, what a stupid fucking question. Turns out it was a very good question because not, it was a point well made because leaving was the it. correct answer. Jesus. Fucking off back to Leon. He'll score 80 a season there. Yeah. Lovely bloke. But another failure. Well, he, he is. He, he definitely is a lovely bloke. Um, got a chance to meet him. Yeah, here's 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 our last moments with Laka. Um, so anyway, yeah, let's uh, let me get back. I did get some very good videos from the game, including I, I, I told the first thing I told Ali when I saw our seats, I said, is that if there's a penalty in the first half, it's going to be amazing. And you'll probably be on television, which I don't think that we were. But um, so if I did upload this video, this was the first goal. I have a shutdown. I did Sorry, <laughs> I don't know what that's still doing up. Get that off. How do I get? How do I get Lacazette off? Oh, here. Um, Press it again. Yeah. So uh, I'm actually looking at the Everton game now. I downloaded it, and I'm going to see if your daughter's in the crowd. So you carry on. 
Well, the problem is that they didn't show the they didn't show the straight on view behind like like I like when they show behind the so you could basically see everyone was behind the goal. They did it from they did it from how many rows back were you? We were about probably ten to twelve rows back. You wave, you might be able to see you. Wave. I can't see you. Oh no, I did paused. Oh oh not now. Okay. This is the second goal, and by the way, I have to say Look at the hustle play from Granite Jaka right here. The, I, the, I don't compliment him often, but this was this was impressive. another dental exam um if we if we get this video gets blocked um like the last time i showed anything i just showed the bench once and they blocked the fucking video really? so that you people oh they're assholes a slightest little thing but if it's been on tv or any football telecast that's my own personal i know they're assholes wow. so they'll all it would mean that they'll just cut it out i have to click that edit it out well then, well then, all the more reason to watch the show live, people. Yes. Um, but uh, I mean, in those moments, and this is what I was getting at after the game. In those moments, if if your first reaction is, "Fuck, this is this is meaningless because we already blew fourth," instead of "Get in," like like if that's your reaction, I I I, I just don't know what you're doing. Uh, I mean, I, I I understand the thought process behind it, but just you know. As an almost fifty-year-old man with a fifty-year-old wife, <laughs> she's gonna kill me for just continuing to just point that out for no good reason. Um, just enjoy the small moments, okay? Just enjoy the moments that you have. Like I always thought, I've been saying there was fifteen teams in the Premier League this season that would love to have finished fifth. Yeah, I mean. And and this was my other thing. There's, we did a player rating show on the Arsenal Lounge uh, earlier this week, and you know, and and I when I do player ratings in a like after a game, I do especially if we win, I do tend to give out a lot of sevens, eights, and nines, or as as I usually do, like a lot of seven point eight sixes and and an eight point one sevens. And um, but uh, you know, for the season, I, I gave out mostly fives, sixes, and sevens with one sub five rating for somebody. And there's people in the chat saying, "I can't believe him. Ben White was a three and giving you know you can't give Lacazette more than a one." And here and here's my thought process on well, that. for the season. Yeah, people and, are and like let, an idiot. Let, let, let me just ask the chat what they think about this. Uh, in addition, of course, to asking you, like. When I'm giving player ratings from a, on a scale from zero to ten, I'm not rating them on how they perform versus what I would ideally like for an Arsenal team to be. I'm rating them as players. So you're going to tell me that players who were on the start in the starting eleven of the fifth best team, and and don't tell me we weren't the fifth best team because we were the fifth best team in the best and most competitive league in the world that they're individually twos and threes and fours. Then what are the, what are the players 
for Norwich? Like, like I'm, I mean, Norwich players were crap this season, but I mean, you know, are they all zeros? Like, what People are the don't can't look at things in context. What are the they just want to get angry them? and go, I'm going to take out my anger by giving that player a three. Well, well done. Justify that. But yeah, he so can't. What, Shut so up. So, so what you're saying is that the, the so there's only the only people that are worse than than those players are, are twos and ones, which I would expect like players on on Northampton Town to get. Or so, even if you're looking at it just from the primary, what their ratings are. So you know, it, it's all a matter of perspective. I understand that, but uh, but it's 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 just silly. People people just want to be angry all the time and i just can't i I got no room in 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 my thought process for that but it was a it was a wonderful game we the the it was very celebratory lots of songs um which again was fun for my daughter and her friend even got them to be doing the whole my favorite little ladder dance So it was a friend, American as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah no, she, have you, ru- have you ruined her forever? With, uh, but... She's living with like all people that are over from universities in the in the U.S. studying uh, and and working abroad for the summer. So. Uh, so is she um, a confirmed Arsenal fan now? Have you have you ruined football for her? I don't think that she's going to support anybody else. I don't. I don't know how how strong the the bond will continue, but uh, you know, she wore red that day. She uh, she seemed to enjoy herself. So, um, yeah, um, I think we've gotten another one in there. Then, yeah, and and I think those are most of the videos I have from uh, from that day. It was just it was just a fun day, man. I mean, it, it's it reminds you again why why this community of gooners is uh is not what you see on twitter but what you see in the in the place and what you'll see in the states when the team comes and everyone congregates in baltimore orlando it's it's just a fun group of people that you want to be around and you can spill wine on them and you can spill beer on them and it's fun and i think the only other things from my trip that i want to show this was these were the seats of my airbnb because now it's always a big deal now will i be able to sit on them um, they were actually quite comfortable and they supported my weight. I have to report they did not break. Um, did not break those. And uh, Well, there's always a first for something, isn't there? Yeah, well, and then let's see. I think we got two or three more pictures on here to go through. Oh, yeah. Always go out for a Chinese in Leicester Square in Soho. And uh, and there's a restaurant there that one of our good friends' uh, parents owns. Did you know that? No. So at some point, after like 97 videos from this place, I had to check it out. And that burp was full of wonton soup. It's not bad. Not bad at all, Tom. Pretty proud of you. Parents' place. Perfect. So I had a soup. Did you know that Tom's parents owned a? Uh... I remember now. I remember reading about it in the uh, the Arsenal podcasters' weekly newsletter. 
So uh, great they days. Have, they have they have the the centerfold spread with the with the duck with the duck leg. It's like completely naked. See, I can't um, go to places like that because apparently in in uh, South Korean and Chinese culture it is extremely rude to go. Can I have chicken chow mein, no onion? Can I have shredded beef with no bamboo, no onion? Can I have special fried rice, no prawns, no vegetable? No, you can't do that. No, I do that here. So I had Chinese on Friday, and I t- I ate it over Friday, no, Thursday I got it, and then I ate it Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I had three meals and chicken balls, but I don't want any vegetables in my fucking food. I'm not an. Ad- I I we don't go. I order it like I order it in, which I would think you would as well. Yes, I did. But but the app allows you to. Like, I mean, like I'll ask for the the combination fried rice with no peas or carrots. I like the onions. I like the. You can't do that in restaurants. They get the right amp. Well, well, or you get something else and and don't really well, actually, know what you're doing. In Sinta in God Manchester, I can do it there. They're um, um, uh, what are they? Singapore, Chinese. It's a combination of two countries. Um, fusion. They like fusion. Them. That's what they call yeah. it. Fusion. But uh, did you get the halibut? Like did you order the halibut? I don't eat fish anymore. The price of fish and chips in this country is I know, fucking heard, unbelievable. I've heard a couple like, of years ago, pre-COVID, 80% of chippies are going to be gone. Yep. About pre-COVID, me and Sean's mum, we'd, we'd get dinner once a week. We'd maybe get, we'd get um, if we got fish and chips from there's three good places in Huntingdon and God Manchester, and I'd have haddock and chips, and she'd have um, battered sausage and chips. And then each one of them costs us about six, seven pounds a person. Now, a haddock on its own is nine quid, plus about four quid for chips. You can get fucked. For that, the whole point of fish and chips is it is uh, cheap food for people who didn't have much money. That's why it was uh, it was in shitty places of the world. Well, if, it's a, if, if it's a battered sausage you want, you could just do that yourself. But it's no longer become a food for the for the poor. It's become food for rich people because of it. And places are shutting down. Like there's one shithole in God Manchester that has been closed for a month because of the price of oil. You can't afford to buy it anymore. Yeah, it's uh, it's nuts. But I actually did not have a fish and chips while I was there. I had a lot of Chinese. A lot of uh, I had my lamb ribs. Uh, had to go to to my favorite Turkish restaurant, which is on Blackstock Road. See, I don't like food, so I'd be just happy having McDonald's oh, every was, day. My last day there, I was so excited to go there, so um, I, I I had to go up. I had to go up uh, up by Highbury House to pick something up uh, from the rat for the raffle, and so I walked down to Blackstock, go to Yildiz for the for the lamb ribs. I had a picture of the lamb ribs, but I don't think it uploaded. Um, I was just in heaven. Uh, so so good there, and then. Uh, Let's see. Oh, the last, the very last thing of the trip. Hmm. No better way of ending off a trip than this. Um, I'm walking down. I'm early for my flight. I'm going down the, the, the escalator, headed to the, to the loo. <laughs> Get out of the loo, and I'm going to a Weatherspoons and ready for some breakfast and I just happened to check my Twitter DM and there's a, and there's a message in there from somebody who says, I just, I've just seen you go down the escalator. And he's like, if you fancy dropping by, we're in the, we're at the Pret 
And, um, and I said, I've just put in an order at the Weatherspoons, but I, I'll, I can head over afterwards. How long are you there for? And he goes, he goes, oh, I'll come by. I'll come see you. And so five minutes later, walking around the Weatherspoons looking for. The suspense is killing me. Smudger Smith. Jesus Christ. You know. How the upper half live. Where, 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 and, and of course, I haven't changed my shirt since then, as you can see. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, when, when you are just, you know, a fat American Jewish fake fan, internet supporting Arsenal knobhead, um, which you, you are all of those things, and, and you go down an escalator and, and you've got, you know, one of Arsenal's best. Uh, why didn't you recognize him? No one recognized him. I I mean he was walking around the Weatherspoons like 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 a private citizen <laughs> and uh, like a normal person yeah and um, it, you know they're normal people too it turns out but yeah I mean the it, I've I've said a million times the guy could not be more lovely more helpful of, of the charity just every time I talk to him he's he, he's nicer and nicer and he is the you know the person responsible for helping me get uh, get this done. Um, and he even, you know, he asked about it. He says, how, how, how's the shirt doing? And, you know, is there anything I could do, but just 130 left now, haven't you? Um, yeah, out, of five, out of 500 is about 130 entries left. Uh, so go to goonersvcancer.com right now and get in on this before it's too late. But, uh, but yeah, just, I mean, the, the perfect ending to a, to a great trip, just, you know, and, and then I sat in the airport. I missed my flight. I took a later flight because I was sitting on my airport to see, like, maybe Michael Thomas will come and, and see me. Um, you know, maybe, um, you know, will we'll, uh, we'll Lee come by? Will Kevin Richardson show up? And no one else came. So uh, sad times. A little disappointed. But so that was the trip. What's your um, highlight of it? Thank you for indulging me on that. But uh, I've got fuck all to talk about. Well, I've got, I found, I found some very expensive wrestling memorabilia, which could make me thousands of pounds. Wow. If I, I found these packs of 1982 WWF superstars of wrestling stickers <laughs> and I found them and I've got 49 packs of them. Oh, geez. Open or unopen? Unopen. And the last one sold for 26 quid by someone else on eBay. If you open and he them, said he hadn't seen any of value. Eh? If you open them, do they lose their value? Yes. Uh, oh, well, so I'll buy one off you, and then we'll open it together on the next Sunday roast, and just. Well, I've got them on eBay for seventy-five quid a pack. Ooh. Forty-nine of them. Well, if they don't sell, I'll 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 buy one off of you just so that we can open it together on the. Uh, I didn't find my money though. I got a whole thing full of money. I got two dollar brand new two dollar notes in there. That's about as entertaining as I, I see. I'm me. I'm done again. I got some one pound. I came home with a ton of quid. Is quid the, the plural for quid? <laughs> uh, quid. Quid. Few quid. Ah, quid. A few quid. I came home, I came with, a home with a few quid, quid because a lot of the a lot of the fundraising was in cash, and I and I have a system where I and write down the name. It. Quite <laughs> rightly, stole it. I, I write down the name of the donor. Uh, in cash, and then the next day I make a I make a, a donation in their name with my credit card, so that it, it all goes directly there. And I because to exchange cash for cash or or, or anything like that is uh, is a pain in the ass. So I ended up with a ton of quid, but I'm coming back again in August, so uh, it's no longer worth it to me to like panic about changing all my money in the uh, 
in the airport before I go home. Bring um, it with you. I don't want to. I don't want to waste that Alan Smith time going to the to the money exchange. Mm-hmm. Um, came it's home and the person. night I came home was uh, the the the, um, the the night I came home was my son's so- uh, soccer banquet for his high school team. Wouldn't you know he won the Golden Boot? For his and didn't he win team. another prize as well? Golden Boot and second team All District. Uh, could not be prouder of this guy. Just. Put, everything came together for him this season. He didn't get playing time last season because the coach was just absurdly obsessed with this with this kid who had zero football intelligence whatsoever, uh, and and Jake barely got any playing time this this season. New coach came in, recognized talent, recognized effort, and uh, and and dude had a great season. So um, so congrats to him. And uh, and then. Uh, Let's let's listen to Arnie here. What did you? I didn't get to hear a lot of it. So, what were you and John talking about last week? Uh, I was at the winery trying to trying to tune in a little bit and say hello, but there was a lot of like Dungeons and Dragons and stuff, wasn't there? I'm I'm fascinated by trading. I mean, I would show you all the ones I've got here, but in my weakened state at the moment, with uh, it's like have you ever decided to go on a fitness thing and you go, that's it for three days, you do nothing, but you work out for an hour and a half, two hours each day. And then you feel, I feel really good. And then the fourth day comes and you go, Oh fuck, I can't move. You ever done that? Uh, yeah. Except I usually, do, I, that happens without the first three days of working out. Oh, uh, well, so yeah, I can't lift any of the cards cause I can't move my shoulders and my neck and my back at the moment. It'll be all right in a couple of days, but fucking ill. So, um, yeah, we talked about, uh, cause the, uh, I, I'm not interested in trading cards as a whole, like I am football, or touring cars, or and stuff like that. But the amount of money that people pay for cards, um, and you're talking twenty, thirty thousand dollars, and that dickhead in America who's uh, the YouTube bloke paid a million dollars or something for a Pokemon card, and so I've, just, I've got thousands of them here. I've got more cards, so many cards. It's about five thousand cards. Oh Jesus, there you go. I've got about five thousand cards. So we're talking to John, and John was he knows what he's talking about when it comes to Magic the Gathering cards. We're just talking about that. <laughs> I say, no, he's, he's opening loads of packs and his mate collects them and sells them. And I'm thinking, that's interesting, but why are people paying so much money for it? But then I put some of my WWF stickers on and I sold three of them for 10 quid. <laughs> I just love you, man. I love you. <laughs> I, I'm into some really, well, this is, this, this is not how I mean this, but I'm into like, I, I I, I take joy in watching stupid stuff like wrestling and, 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 and I collected football cards and I, I mean, I, I can be, I can geek out with the best of them, but then there are some things I just cannot even come close to get like magic, the gathering and dungeons and dragons. And like, well, like he, I me, he told me, he gave me a bloke's YouTube channel where he talks about it. And I've watched a couple of it and I just, and I just don't get any of it. I Does don't, he have a lisp and live in the basement of his mom's house? No, he's a millionaire. Um, so I was just interested in and John's side of it. And John's, I mean, to look at John, he's he's a lady killer. He's a big, beefy, good-looking bloke, and you wouldn't think he'd be into that kind of stuff, but he is. So I was just trying to get that kind of stuff out of him. And then we're just talking about other things and uh, cleared my loft out and got thousands of, of items and shit and more bollocks I need to get rid of because I have no use for any of it. I mean, those cards, those stickers, I probably paid £5 for 50 packs in maybe the late 90s, early noughties, when no one wanted them. And there's one bloke I was looking at on on eBay. He's English. 
and he's got his entire collection of Panini football sticker books, and he's got it for £24,000. Now, I've got most of those. I've got doubles of most of those. But you got to find, like I say, when I tell people, oh, it's 75 quid a packet, no one's paying 75 quid a packet. You can list it for a million pound a packet. No one's fucking paying it. So you put it out for 75 and hope people make you offers that you're going to accept. Some bloke wanted to pay me 30 quid a packet. I'm thinking, oh, these packets are about 5p a packet. And he's offering me 30 quid. So I thought, no, I'll just leave it and I'll wait. And you're going you're gonna to cash in at just the right time. When the market peaks, you are, uh, you're going to be there. And you're gonna fly, and you're gonna well, fly I, over and come visit me. The one thing that, uh, well, if this new thing works, but this is one of the best cards I've got. Where is it? That is a Undertaker 1982 rookie year sticker, still in its thing. There is he with? Uh, is he with Paul Bearer there? Who's he standing next to? You got to hold that up to the camera. Yeah, hold, Paul Bearer. Hold it to the to the damn camera. I can't get any fucking closer, Mike. Oh, I've got right, a yeah. medical condition, you I shit. Forgot, yeah, sorry, I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's fucking killed me. Good God. Oh, I'm back up again. Um, someone has got. Do you know what PSA rating? Oh fuck's sake! Do it again. <laughs> do it again. There you go. Do you know what a PSA rating for for cards and videos and all that shit is? Uh, I I actually do because. <laughs> Recently, I was I was cleaning out all of my old cards and trying to figure out if I had anything of value, and 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 I don't. And and any 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 like I have a lot of American football cards from the 1950s all the way through to like 2000s, um, and a lot of and some baseball cards as well. And I think I talked about one time on the show actually how I had basketball cards that were worth a ton of money except they were perforated. Mm. And you're not supposed to. You're not supposed to rip. Them not. They don't like holes in them. And I ripped them, um, which was just idiotic. Like Michael Jordan and 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 Magic Johnson and Larry Bird, and they're and they're all on one thing. Except if you rip them apart, they're worth nothing. Um, I wish I could just turn the clock back to that moment and be like, "Don't be an idiot, you seven year old." Everybody would shit. do that, and then they'd all be worth nothing. But there was a PSA set PSA rated eight of that sticker. And it's up for five hundred dollars. Now, my, that is perfect. That was taken out of the pack and then just left in a container. So that is as close to a nine as you're going to get. So I've got that up there for three hundred quid. And remember, you know UFC. I found a load of UFC NSTC, which is the American version. We have Pal. I found fourteen UFC videos that I'd imported from America back in the day, like the real early ones. So they're all on there as well. They're not. How, how can we? How can we follow? And by we, I mean the roasties. Um, how can we follow you? Your 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 eBay endeavors. Like like if you if you hit it big, we're never going to see you again. So how will we know that that's what happened? Because you, yeah. you'll just be off to off to Brighton to spend your money on uh, on on Gallivan. Brighton. That's one of the last shitholes I'd go to in this fucking... The first place I'd go, I'd, I'd probably try and sneak into Portugal where it's warm all year round. Mm, it is nice there, but yeah. that's very hilly. Very, well, at least in Lisbon, very, very hilly. Oh, Loki's. I remember Loki saying last week, he says here, he's, uh, my Panini 1981 stickers are only worth £6 a pack. I'll keep them until I have 
the lot i have over 200 packs it's amazing how much people i, I see like there'll be a um uh, a rookie i don't like using the term rookie year but we have to a rookie year steve McManaman or steven gerard or or any like that and the trading card flat will be on ebay for two thousand pounds and you think you're just talking absolute shit i know all my prices are massively but when i look at something and nothing because there are none on ebay and they had none have sold on ebay in the last year going back and checking the ebay checker i've got a one of a kind and I've got so many of those, and I can ask whatever I want for it. One bloke's hassling me, messaging me, going, well, you can't ask that amount of money. Feet you fine, sunshine. I can ask whatever the fuck I want. Whether I'm going to get that, now, that's that. You could make a, a moan about that. No, but if you know what it's worth to you, and you're not willing to sell it for less than It's you. worth nothing to me. I've got no use for any of it. That's why I'm selling it all. But I'll just leave it there. It's a piece of paper. I mean, I could have that for 10 years. None of this makes it. Some of the big things I need to get rid of, I've got a load of car parts with the old um, Merc coupes. When when you put when you put your mom up there on eBay, yeah. let me know because I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll put in a cheeky bid. Yeah, well, you could all chip in and buy her between years and have her as a concubine. <laughs> if she'd like that, she's a, she's a fruity little number. I'll talk to uh, I'll talk to Owen and Mike and and Jared um... and Andy and see if we want to like she could be the the Gooners Pod mascot. Um, Oh, Petito's got 150 pair of shoes. Petito is in uh, New York, I think. And he is from, because I was horrible, I'm spent in this country where he's from. I'm thinking Haiti, but it's not Haiti. It's a country near America. Jamaica? No, I know them lot. <laughs> Come on, Petito, where are you from? Because I mentioned your your country if, uh, a, a few pods ago, and you went, "Oi, I'm from there." Anyway, he said that his collection's worth about thirty grand. That's I, that. That's great. See, see, 150 pairs of shoes. You have to have a special like room for that. Like, like if you have a bunch of football cards or or baseball cards or Magic the Gathering or Pikachu's and shit, um, you could put those like in a little box and and store it in your cupboard or basement or whatever but uh but 150 pairs of shoes that would absolutely was it Amelda marcos that used to have like five yeah. or something like that? joel campbell and costa rica there we go costa rica very nice place did uh Petito, did you get out while you still could speaking of joel campbell um so any other topics we're, we're uh, I knew this would be a long one since, since it had been so long since we had been uh, in each other's bosom, but uh, any other topics that, uh, that the chat would like for us to discuss, what do you have coming up? Uh, I found. What will we be talking about next Sunday on the Sunday roast that will be happening between now and then Danny? Um, I have got absolutely fuck all to do. I have to delete one of your pictures to put a picture in here. You probably will, but they can all go now. All the ones I put up today can go. All files. See if this one is working. Okay. I'll delete um, the nerd one. Get rid of that. <laughs> I, need, I only need to get rid of two. And the J, I'll just get rid of the bottom two. Um, there you go. I've got two pictures. Sorry. I was trying to delete that. <laughs> I played it by accident. Oh dear. Um, there's a picture of me and Carl. Yay. And Sean's mum knitted me that scarf. That's a nice necklace. 
it's uh yes yeah, so that's carl eight foot five carl and femi was on the other side of this and femi and his cousin were there and uh yep there's all my trading cards well that looks familiar i'm used to seeing um treats stacked up like that on the on the I've table sugar or chocolate or anything and that's me watching a bloke on twitch called replacement and there is if people can screen grab this there is nothing dodgy in this photo at all apart from all the fucking wires to half those wires down the back don't even connect to stuff anymore I'm like, but that's partly why i'm knackered because all of the i'm trying to look around the back of the tv no nothing to see because all those i had to hand sort and put they were just all chucked in a box on top of each other I don't know. So fuck me. There you go. That's why I'm knackered. <laughs> but for the next week, I've. Uh, um, oh, right. Arnie was asking about said about that. Um, with my condition, um, muscular spinal atrophy type three, one kills you, two fucks you up, three gets you when you're in your, your twenties, teenage. Anyway, so just eventually means you get you don't move because all your muscles stop working, and then you move less and you get fat. And then you move less and then your muscles stop working. And then you move less and you get fat. And then you end up, because I don't eat much. And so there's this medication, and it was um, invented in America. Thank you very much. The first injection is $1.4 million. <laughs> and then you need another injection every year, which is $750,000, give or take. That's the gist of it. What's that it was, that was, uh? What's it called? Oh, fuck no. What's what called? The medicine. Oh, fuck knows, I don't know. And anyway, so that was about four years ago they, they discovered it. And so what it does, when, when you eat food, you know all your food goes into your belly and your guts and all that lot, and then your guts go, all right, let's break this down and separate it out and give it to the parts of the body that need it. You know that's you know how food works. That. Yeah. Well, you then out of all that lot, your body will make two small proteins and one big protein. My body doesn't do that. My body doesn't make the big protein. So all my muscles don't get the right amount of protein. And so then they, they can't work to their There's Nothing's broken. Nothing is damaged. It's everything's still there and works. It just doesn't work as well. It's like trying to run a, uh, did you have four star petrol over there? Drive what? Four what? Premium, premium petrol. What's your top uh, rated? Oh, it's yeah. like having 110 octane. My body needs 110 octane petrol, and it's only getting 40 octane petrol, and that's why it doesn't work. So what they've done is they've they've managed to get the, that, and they've, the the NHS over here are giving it to certain people, and what it does, it says to your body, Oi, you, fatty, fucking sort it out, and then it makes your body make the proper proteins. That's it. That's all it does. £7,000 a go. You, I think you take it once a week or once a month. Anyway, so my friend Lisa has got the same thing as me, but she's got the type 2, which really fucks you up. And her neck was going a bit wobbly, and she couldn't move her hand properly. She said it started working within 48 hours. She's what's been it on called again, the, the type 2 and type 3? What, what's the? Muscular. It's just called type Spin 2 muscular? No, spine. I'm doing, saying it slowly. Oh. Spinal atrophy. There you go. That's it. And so my brother's my brother's fucked. He's not been out of bed in twenty years, and uh, that wouldn't happen to me. Oh, got an itch. So um, if you so if you take this medicine, yeah. When are you going to be like? I've not spoken to them. I mean, like, yeah. will you be back to being like a twenty-year-old, like athletic? And like, I messaged her. Well, I'll tell you what she said. This is a. This is actual proper information. So if people don't like it, then uh, we're very sorry. Um, I was messaging. Oh, she's replied. Fucking hell. 
Um, right, I said to Lisa about everything for me is getting harder for the last six months, my neck and my back and my shoulders. Plus, I've got arthritis, which is what's making it worse. Um, she said, uh, I noticed improvement within the first 48 hours. I didn't have any side effects. Um, and so what you have to do here, I have to ring my doctor. My doctor then rings them and says to them, oh, we've got someone for you. And then they say, I mentioned Lisa's name. And then they go, oh, well, we know someone, blah, blah, might be able to do it. Um, I said, I looked it up and it's about seven grand ago. Have they said that you can have it for any length of time? And if they stopped it after two or three years, would things start to go bad again? And then she's replied to you in the show. Apparently, I will have it for at least five years. But as long as I'm able and I don't have any side effects, I will stay on it. As for what happens if you stop taking it, well, no one really knows yet. There you go. Uh, is it um, is it Spinraza? Is that the medication? That's it. I think so. She says, this is making... This is making some of the proteins we lack. So I guess once we stop, we will um, gradually diminish again. I think it's about 500 pounds per six meal dose, but a deal was made so to have it on the NHS, so it's probably less. Oh, yes. So, yes, it, it might be all right. Well, let's uh, let's we're gonna we're gonna donate every penny made by this podcast. <laughs> And I just mean this, this episode. This episode. <laughs> and, and, yeah, and it's and it's going to be copyright. It's going to be demonetized. We always get this one demonetized. So the two quid we'd usually make, but I don't think it's a matter of money. But just well, in. I mean, I've got to speak to them, and it's in Cambridge, so it's not far to go. So hopefully, if they could uh, just uh, turn things back a little bit, then I'd have some energy and strength to fight the arthritis. It's only my right shoulder well, and my well, right yeah, elbow. I, I, I. I I'm done joking about it now. I mean, I, I, I want, I, I, I wish you felt better. I mean, you, you, uh, you've always put a, a, a smiling, happy face on things, but I know that you, <laughs> you would love to be not feeling the way that you're feeling right now. So, um, oh, no, this is because I, I had a bath and I was, I'm, after I had a bath, I used the, I used the electric chair because I put all the towels on it and I could move around about the towels getting caught up. So I used the manual chair all the other time. But when I was in that, I was taking things from the sitting room and putting them into the uh, Sean's old room, which now got a massive big U uh, and Ikea five by five unit. So I'm putting stuff in there, coming back in here, getting more stuff, moving it all around because there's no one here to do any of that anymore. My mum's old and knackered um sean refuses to come back and do anything all my friends don't come around anymore because of covid and all that other shit uh it does sound like an italian fullback yeah, I, I was gonna say i think we've been linked with uh with signing spinraza for uh for a few years now and i heard that we've offered 20 million and they want 30 and he's only willing to go to juventus so uh he's just using the medication is using us to actually be able to stay in italy Adio Demsek says his uh jabs were a thousand Per jab, I have two a month. Now the NHS use bio-similar meds. Yeah, like I have these injections for arthritis. It's cost £65, £60 to go. I've been on it for six years, but then now it's only lasting three days. It used to last five, but that's something that just happens with um, with these injections. They don't work forever. And Arnie says, can we raise some money? I don't think raising money is, is the, the thing of it. It's the um, getting hold of it, and it's, I don't think it's something I can just buy. It's going to be something that the NHS will have got on a deal with, right. with the company, so you, you and have, then you have to get registered and and on the list of the, from, from the NHS. Uh, well, it's nice. We have a thing called N Nice over here, N I C E. 
Um, they're the ones who approve all the drugs. So hopefully, I messaged them. My doctor would have told them a couple of weeks ago. And my brother went for it, and he um, they approved his within two weeks. But he has to go to Addenbrooke's in Cambridge and have a blood test and some other stuff. But he can't. He doesn't have any way of getting out of the house. But um, So, yeah, hopefully if they say yes, I can be out there the next day. Um, well, keep us posted. So... Yeah, like Womble says here that his sister's, his sister's always in pain. I'm never in any pain. Nothing. I've got stiffness in my shoulders at the moment from being in the bath for two hours and scrub it, scrub, scrub. Plus the weather changing. It Normally, um, I get achy when it's wet, bad weather because it's cold and wet and arthritis people have that. Um, but I, I would say this is, this is probably the only Arsenal podcast where you can get what, – what have we had? We've had medication names – and we've talked about pain management and uh, and muscular diseases. We've talked about uh, lamb ribs. <laughs> we've talked about Magic the Gathering. Um, yes. I think we talked about uh, getting semen in your Chinese food if you ask for it with the wrong vegetables or not vegetables. Uh, I mean, it's, it's a very, very diverse, wide-ranging discussion here. But, uh, but yeah, yeah. Um, Keep us posted because we all want you to feel better. Seems like Demset's got a similar kind of thing with uh, with the immune system because that's what arthritis does. Right, arthritis just goes, "Oh, you're joined." Yeah, sorry, sir. We uh, we see those as the enemy. Right, attack! And so the injection I have kills off white blood cells, and so then the uh, white blood cells don't uh, try and attack you. But I'm not in any pain. That's the main thing. So you know, it doesn't matter. Cheers, Loki. Yeah. <laughs> Zolgastama sounds like a Bulgarian footballer. We should we should have a game like like we, we start looking at medications for similar conditions and then like and then you know do one of these games where it's like is it a medication or is it a footballer on the transfer list and uh, and we can turn that into a game. We we need more games on the Sunday roast. I think we. Uh, Oh, the roasties, it's their job to to think of it. Jeff, I shall send you a WhatsApp audio message after the show. Uh, the beast, yeah, methotrexate, that's what I take, 15 milligrams. But the I'm worst, taking it every six days now. The worst medicine I ever took. Um, I mean, I have uh, a condition called ulcerative colitis. Bobby, you do need to go to that place, man. It's right, right, uh, it's like five or six doors down from the corner of Blackstock and Gillespie. Um, so called Yildiz. You got to go. Um, so when I was 19, I was diagnosed with a gastrointestinal disorder. That's why I've had all these uh, colonoscopies over the years, including the famous one from three or four weeks ago. And um, <laughs> the famous Arsenal colonoscopy. <laughs> Look at this and Daniel Robert. Medication or foreign footballer? Great game. I mean, the ideas are just flowing right now. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I got to take a double dose of Tevez <laughs> next weekend. Um, but when it, I mean, back in the nineties, there were not a lot of the medications that there are now to help take care of the gastrointestinal condition. So the first thing they would do is put you on prednisone. And oh, I've I just had imagine, a week of that. Five I would milligrams. Imagine, oh, I had two years of that. Yeah. It makes you fat. <laughs> oh, I mean, you want to, I'm not saying that I wouldn't have gotten fat. Because when you look at my family, my mom's side of the family, we all have, are kind of big boned and 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 tend to to gain weight. And I mean, it's just the way that our family genetics are. 
although not so much on my dad's side. Um, but I went from 5'11", I was literally 11 stone, 154 pounds, 160 pounds when I was 18, 19 years old. And after my first go around with prednisone, I, I cracked 200. And Moonface, too. The pictures from my sister's wedding, you would not even recognize. Like, it doesn't look like a younger version of me. It doesn't look like a fat version of me because I was a lot less fat then than I was now. But, but the, but like, it, it's something called Moonface. And it just, my cheeks look like chipmunk cheeks. It was, it was awful. I looked at those pictures. I'm so glad that they got divorced because now we don't have to look at those pictures anymore. But, it's always um, an upside to other people's misery. No, I'm not glad, but. Uh, but the, uh, and, and then I had to go on again after my wedding. Like I, I just stayed off it. I dealt with the symptoms cause I'm like, I'm not going to look like that for my wedding. So as soon as the wedding was over, I went back on it again. And, um, and I mean, I was 240 by the time that was done and it just it changed my body chemistry a lot earlier than it would have. So I blame prednisone. I mean, 60, 70 mil- milligrams of prednisone and then a 60. 60 Fuck now you, now no. when you have something like asthma or 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 a flare-up of something and they put you on a week of prednisone it might be like 40 or 50 and then you quickly go down but when you're on 60 for three months it takes nine months to get off of it because you got to go from 60 to 55 and from 55 to 50 and so on and and you know two weeks at a time and it's just i mean my appetite my energy I and mean, i felt like i was literally on steroids and it's a it's a corticosteroid it's not an anabolic steroid so it's not like what these baseball players were using to juice themselves up yeah it's not the good stuff no but i would still i would wake up in a, in a sweating in the middle of the night like, like it, it was it, it changed me um and it was absolutely <laughs> daniel roberts killing me <laughs> 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 that's who um Hleb went and played for a dozen times but with the um i took it before when i first got arthritis they put me on pedestrian thing for five milligrams twice a day for about a year and then i put on about five stone now i'm on it again for a week and it's made fuck all different so i'm going to stop taking it well the it's week long thing is like a, it's like a blast to, to like unflare whatever's flared whether it's working whether it's like intestinal whether it's um uh pulmonary or you know anything like that but the uh the 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 12 month cycle just absolutely killed me although we did used to have eating contests when i was at the height of my prednisone with my friends and i would win every single one of them i could just i would just burger after bur- i could have won the hot dog eating contest in new york city that weekend or that year, but uh, Demsex just put what he's got in there. Type of arthritis. I've, I've only got rheumatoid in my right shoulder, but I've had a dodgy right shoulder as far back as I can remember. Kevin, man, I did not realize that, man. I hope you're all right. Let's, I mean, shit. This is why I don't moan too much about mine because I'm all right. I just have to get someone to come around and help me in the bath. But I'm in no pain, and I'm not. There's nothing's gonna. I'm not terminal, or well, and you have no shortage of people winding up to do that. Um, yeah, which is and cool. I live in England, and so it all gets paid for. But this is why when people go, oh, why don't you? Why don't you moan or talk about it more? It doesn't really make any difference if I do or not. Not going to go away. And there's a hell of a load of people that have to deal with shit a lot more worse than this. Yeah. I'm, I'm miserable anyway, so it's, it's not going to make any difference. And it's we- not like I was a ray of sunshine until I had my dodgy shoulder. 
and leave it to leave it to me to make the uh, the cheesy uh, circular reference to uh, to moaning and bitching about Arsenal finishing fifth instead of fourth. Well, there you go. That's why people I don't care about where Arsenal finish. It's just a it's like having a of a, a gnat flying around just just ignore it it doesn't really matter but arnie's saying in iceland he pays nothing i pay nothing for oh you fuck my fucking fat fingers again i pay nothing for my prescriptions and i have um 12 month something like that cost me not a penny because i don't work and even if i did work it cost me 140 pounds a year and then that pays for everything So there you go. We've ended the show on a high. Well, Talking no, about I'm illness just, and I'm I'm actually just I'm I'm really kind of taken aback and struck by how I mean and I appreciate him sharing it with me. But Kevin, man, I had no idea you were dealing with that. Uh, I mean, obviously, I know from from your generosity to Gunners versus Cancer that it's a meaningful cause to you. But uh, but um, man, I I got. I'm speechless. Uh, I'm sorry that you're dealing with that, man. Um, it just is the one that comes and goes. I'm not sure how it, how that works, but it's still got to be worrying, isn't it? Well, yeah. I mean, it, 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 any blood cancers, whether whether it's active or whether it's in remission, is 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 not going to feel good. I mean, I think that's kind of the layman's term for, mm. for how it affects you. Um, you're going to feel a bit pooky for a while. Is the minimum. Yeah. Yeah, but everyone's got illnesses. Everyone's got little problems. And the older you get, the more you get. Everyone I know now is like, so like Sexy Frank, he's uh, fucked his knees. He's fucked his back. But he and still nothing, carries on. There's nothing sexier than that. Yeah. Um, and then we've got a, um, a mental health epidemic at the moment, which is fucking horrendous. Luckily, never had a bad day in my life. But so many other, so many people I know, this the, the way this government works, this country, um, if you go to the doctor, you're not, you're not happy. Oh, here, have some painkillers, have some antidepressants. Now, fuck off. Oh, you might kill yourself. Well, never mind. There you go. Well, Tough luck. What we haven't got the money country, for it. What they say in this country is, oh. Have a gun. Have a few guns. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was actually going to say in the opening, I was going to say, you know, all this, all the stuff that had happened since the last time, you know, oh. in the top four. Like, And then I was going to be like, and, and, you know, our last show together was about 71 mass shootings ago. And that isn't funny and that's why i didn't say it and it wasn't meant to be funny but it's 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 yeah. just pathetic and sad sometimes that's the only way to deal with tragedy is to look at the dark humor in it yeah but uh but this is a little it right now it's just it's just spiraling i mean it's every single day and, I, and I don't and i don't want to start a new 20 minute segment on that because we could uh but i've i've got family to uh to go down and see um and uh and and that is where I will bring up the final thing for me anyway. This week is my twenty fifth wedding anniversary is on Wednesday. Everything's happening at the same time. My son's graduating high school. My daughter turned twenty one and went to London for the summer. My wife turned fifty. Father's Day is coming up in a few weeks, which is probably the least important of all those things. But uh, uh, actually, that's what I said to Sean. Sean said, "Do I want do you want me to get Father's Day off?" I said, I "Don't care about Father's Day." Is your Father's Day the same as ours? Because the Mother's Day is not. The no, third, third Sunday in June. Yeah, I said, "Don't care, don't care." Father's Day means nothing. It's just a made-up um, thing. We don't give birth to them, so Mother's Days are important. Father's Days, we don't care. Do you care? I mean, it's the one time that I don't have to get a gift for anybody. <laughs> 
so, uh, other than your birthday. Well, yeah, that's true. Um, but yeah, it's uh, you know, it's a little sad for me for obvious reasons when I think of my uh, father. Um, uh, but uh, I, I enjoy it. We usually, you know, which was on Saturday though, because the day because you know we like go out for a nice dinner, have you know have some some bubbly, but uh, but yeah, so uh, so yeah, Wednesday is the tw- the big twenty five year anniversary. It's uh, I never actually expected that that I would see a twenty fifth anniversary, but uh, the way I'm going, we might see fifty. I don't know, but uh, and the house That's is cool. still sitting. The house is still waiting to be built. It's uh, are they it's, fucking around with it now? They got your money. It's been sitting there for a few weeks. I'm still thinking it'll be October, November before it's ready. But um, but uh, but yeah. So that's that's all that's going on. There's uh, what, next week's what the twelfth. I'm free. We should be able to. I'm always free. At the moment, I can't fucking go out. I can't get dressed properly. I can't move. I've got no grip. I've got no fucking movement. I can barely bloody put my T-shirt on. But hopefully that's just because I've done too much, and then in a few days it will go away, and then I'll be fine, and I'll be out, because I think Thursday's going to be nice weather in the UK. Make the most of that, fuckers. I think we're done now, Mike. Yeah, I think uh, I think it's time to wrap it up. We, uh, we, we have our consi- – I think we might have one of the more loyal, like, because it's always 25 to 35 people. Our roasties. And the roasties, and it's the same roasties every time, which I love that. I mean, it, it's uh, it's good to see you, Bob. Uh, Daniel. All middle-aged me. men with, 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 <laughs> with bad ankles and sore knees. <laughs> and, or, or worse. I mean, it's, it's, it's great. That, that is our demographic. <laughs> we, we finally understood our demographic is people – who watch us to make them feel better about their own miserable selves because look at us. Um, oh, Kate was there earlier. She's not a middle-aged man. That's true. Happy to do that service. Uh, Daniel, good to see you. Scream boy, mask gunner, Arnie. Uh, it was great to meet you. Um, Pizedra. I, I mean, was this a, like, did this person come in when we started talking about medications? Cause they were like, yeah. did they are, well, a big farmer is out to kill everybody. Yeah. Make everybody ill. And then charge them a fortune for the stuff to make them better, make them feel better short term. Kevin Dempsey, aka Dempsec, uh, Petito 100 from Costa Rica. Petito. Um, Loki 73. We had who else? Procrastinating Womble. That's uh, Guna uh, Russ. What'd you say? Guna Russ was there. No, that's Russ Morgan. That's not Guna Russ. Isn't it? Uh, there was someone called Russ there who was a Guna. No, no, well, Russ Morgan is, uh, it, it, yeah, Russ Morgan and Russ Hogg, Gunnar Russ, are, are two different people. But they're both one of them has got to change their name. Yeah. And uh, let's see who else was in. Uh, <laughs> we got to go way back. Cy Anvesh was here. Nick. He's Fike. the oldest one on here. So Macca, my friend, some bloke from Baltimore. And, uh, and of course, the lovely Mark Bacreden. <laughs> So uh, thanks to one and all for joining us for another Sunday roast. What is this, number 17? Are, are I think it's 16 or 17. I did put it in the tweet, but now I've forgotten because it was such a long time ago. Well, Someone's asking about fasting. I eat once a day, and it takes me half hour to eat. And other than that, all I do all day is eat fruit and drink water, and that's it. I fast all the time. Like like this, When I'm done eating, I fast until the next mm. time I eat. Yeah, I, I, I'm sorry. My fast is 23 and a half hour fasts. 
Apart from half a cereal bar when I take my tablets and when I get up, I would say in the morning, but it's never in the morning. My fasts are 23 and a half minutes. But I I don't eat anything during that 23 and a half minutes. Not even a thing, not even like a, like a, a candy bar, not even a, you know, ruffle or, or a Pringle. <sighs> Nothing. So, all right, guys, uh, this has been a Sunday roast, a look back on a, on a, on a venture across the world, a long discussion about maladies and, uh, and, and the health system, uh, a karaoke celebration, of Goonerdom, and I'm clearly stalling while I look for the uh, for the outro. But uh, we will see you next week at 10 p.m. Right? We will indeed. Or five past knowing you. <laughs> Say goodbye, Danny. Goodbye, Danny. Welcome to the the Sunday roast with Mike and Danny. This is Danny, and this is Mike, and we're kind of strange. We're in the tub, and we drink a lot, at least one of us does. This is not Mike's body, but that is Danny's, and that's really gross. Thanks for watching the Sunday Roast. We love our fans. And here's Danny's mom. His name's Michael. Is it? Yeah. Oh, there you go. (laughs) (laughs) And he's a Jew. You can tell he's a Jew. Look at him. Ask him who's his daddy. Magical moment. I can almost taste Danny. (laughs) It's so close, I can almost taste him. (laughs)